Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fully Booked with myself, Roland Hume, and Craig Touch, the uh, owner and founder of Hidden Gems. And we are here to talk about all of the crazy things to do with this business we're in of self-publishing. And today we are actually just going to have a, a discussion, uh, Craig and myself, to talk about some of the, the things that are going on in Amazon and in the, in the industry of self-publishing. Uh, which I think would be quite an interesting discussion to have. So, Craig, how are you doing this morning? And, uh, yeah, let's uh, talk about some of the things we're going to discuss. Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, you know, this was something that we had talked about when we started the podcast, that we wanted to sort of do a semi-regular industry news kind of uh, roundup discussion. Um, it doesn't, it's not necessarily going to be something that's like every month, maybe it's every couple months or whatever. I don't want to force it and have to try to find topics to talk about, but when topics come up, then I think that we'll just record one and put it out as soon as we can to make sure that it's, you know, still relevant. So that's sort of like what we did now where there's a couple issues that are, um, sort of more burning than, uh, than they have been in the past and uh, it just seemed like a good time to to round them up and sort of discuss them all at once and give our opinions on it and let people know about what's going on in case they aren't aware. And uh, yeah. So what do you want to what do you want to hit first? I think we have three different topics we want to cover today. Yeah, so I think there are three different topics that we thought would be interesting to talk about. The first uh, is going to be about uh, advertising on Amazon being opened up to a whole new audience of people. So we'll talk about that first. The second thing we want to talk about is Amazon's return policy for ebooks, which has become quite a big thing on TikTok. So we can discuss that. And thirdly, um, we just have a, a quick chat about uh, the different experiences and buy it experiences people have when they visit Amazon and the frustrations and opportunities that uh, that opens up for self-published authors. So that sound about right? Yeah, sounds good to me. Well, let's start off then with uh, the, the first thing, which we actually wrote a blog post about. Um, advertising on Amazon is obviously going to be one of the most important and powerful tools that an author can use to promote their books. And a frustration that a lot of traditionally published authors or independently published authors had is they didn't have access to that as a tool. Their publisher was the only person who had access to advertising on Amazon. And a lot of times um, they didn't actually necessarily use that. So now, even if your book is published by somebody else, authors, as long as the book is attached to their author profile, are able to uh, advertise their books using the advertising on Amazon dashboard. And, you know, what does that mean for, for authors? What does that mean for the industry? Yeah, and I think that the reason, you know, we wrote, you wrote that article, uh, like, uh, I guess, almost a couple of weeks ago now. And the reason why we want to talk about it is that you know, there are different points of view on this one. And we saw some comments in the um, on that article that sort of were um, in contrary to, to what your take was on it. And, you know, if you recall, like when we uh, when you first uh, pitched this one, I sort of had the same sort of feeling about about what it meant in terms of what some of those comments are saying. It was sort of uh, a little bit contrary to, to your take on it, but, you know, it's, it's, they're both, I, I don't know which is right. And so, you know, I, I'm happy to, to let you give your opinion on it. And uh, I might've softened 
um, you know, your original title on it a little bit too. But, um, but yeah, you know, like, I think it's something that um, it's a new thing. And I guess we don't yet know what it means to the industry, or if it'll be a big thing or a small thing. But I think, you know, whether or not, like in the article, you're saying it was another big blow to traditional publishing. That's the part that I think, um, you know, people don't necessarily uh, agree with. And so we can talk about, you know, your take on that and their take on that and um, sort of round that up. Um, I think it's a very good thing. I mean, one one thing that people should be uh, aware of is the fact that I do talk a lot of crap sometimes. <laughs> so maybe my take on it isn't necessarily the point. I mean, if we look at the blog post, we had investigative writer said, I think you may have this backwards, especially if books are still, still sold from traditional houses. The increased ad revenue supplied by traditional published authors to Amazon is going to be a boon for Kindle. However, with greater ad advertising, the more trad pubs, a trad pubs books sold. So she talks about uh, whether there might have been some uh, backroom negotiations between Kindle and traditional publishing houses, uh, which is an interesting suggestion. I mean, to me, the, the big question is, OK, authors have the opportunity to advertise their books that are published through someone else. But are they going to do it? Because it's they are the people who have the opportunity. I don't think traditional publishing, you know, if they were going to advertise the, the books, they um, they they would be doing so already. All this does is open up the opportunity for authors to advertise their books. And it's weird because I don't necessarily think that um, it's go. I think the only thing that it can do is highlight just how bad the deal that traditional author, traditionally published authors get. Because I was speaking to, to one author friend and uh, we were sort of talking about advertising on Amazon. And she was like, I have to uh, make a book sale. Uh, within 20 cents to get my money back because for every book that I sell through my uh, royalty rate through my publisher I get 20 cents and I'm like in that case it's there's no I mean yes it's open up to you but it's like you realize that there's no point in even using it because you cannot get a return on investment with that kind of royalty rate whereas me as a self-published author you know every book that I sell I get three dollars and fifty cents in royalties which is money that you can then use to make a, a a profitable advertising campaign so it's like opening this up to do to traditionally published authors all it does is like highlight the the massive inequality and the massive uh, um raw deal that they're getting and i wonder if that's then going to cause a lot of traditionally published authors to start about self-publishing maybe this is just like a, a an elaborate game of four-dimensional chess that amazon are playing to really strike it home that uh, traditional publishing is a bad deal for for authors yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to, to me, that's like, it's a, it's kind of a stretch to get there because I'm not sure everyone's going to make that connection. Um, you know, I think, I, I don't remember if it was when one of the other um, comments or, or I read it somewhere else, but basically, you know, one argument was that um, traditional publishing deals are not the same for everyone. And so bigger authors are going to get advertising dollars thrown at it by the publisher so this isn't going to be an issue for them it's really the smaller um smaller authors first-time authors that uh traditional publishers are not going to really do any kind of advertising and thus it falls to them and then the question is you know should they should they do it if they're not really making um a big profit and i guess the question then becomes like why did those 
publishers or why did those authors go traditionally published in the first place? If um, if it was just because they didn't know any better, you know, that's then that might be an argument where you could say, okay, then yeah, they're they're going to learn that you know their publisher isn't really doing any advertising for them, and if it falls to them anyways, then they might as well go self-publishing and, and be profitable if they're going to do that. But if they're doing it because, and a lot of authors do it this way, because just because they want to be, they feel more validated by being traditionally published, um, then I don't know that that's going to change anyone's mind, right? Like they're going to be like, you know, I already know this was a raw deal, but I wanted, I wanted a traditionally published book. I wanted to see it in the bookstores and be able to tell people when they said to me, oh, you're self-published, you know, like that sort of attitude, you'd be like, no, I have, you know, a publisher, you know, they, they put it out there. And so if they're going to do the advertising, they're already making that choice. They know that they're not going to be profitable, at least not in terms of a, you know, sale, um, an ad to sale um, sense. But I guess the idea is that if you advertise it, and it and it uh, to to get notice to it, it could then blow up into more of an organic sales if you can hit top ten lists and if you or top hundred lists if you can get some exposure then or maybe maybe even prove to your publisher by increasing the sales of your book and then telling them that it's something that they should invest uh, more in, then that might be one of the reasons why you know they might do it even if it's not profitable on a you know, I spent this much and I got this much back kind of sense, right? What an erudite answer. Very well said. Um, I think that was, that was some, uh, some really good viewpoint, I think, from what it means to be an author, given this opportunity. Let's flip it the other way around, though, because Dita A. Petrick in her comment, her, she said there are a couple of uh, points to make. Her first was Amazon never, ever does anything to benefit anyone except themselves. So we talked about the opportunity this is uh, for authors. What do you think Amazon's goal is? How does this benefit Amazon? I mean, more people to buy ads, right? Like there's a whole industry, there's a whole bunch of books out there that they're not making as many advertising dollars on as they could because they're not traditionally or they're not self-published. So why not open it up? to that because especially if the publishers are not doing it themselves because they take on these uh, smaller authors and they don't want to spend the money to advertise them well then that means that nobody's spending money advertising on amazon for those books so for amazon absolutely it makes sense to allow the people that are most uh, invested in the book success the author to want to spend the money on their advertising platform whereas before they couldn't now they can right it's just more money for amazon so i agree you know it's a it's definitely an amazon plus point uh which raises the interesting question i don't necessarily consider myself a very moral person but for me i cannot see um how this can be uh an opportunity for traditionally published authors with which they can make a profit. I just do not see that as as a thing. Advertising on Amazon is hard enough as it is. When you're talking about, you know, fractions of that as your your profitability margin, it's like it seems like everyone who is going to try and take advantage of this opportunity is going to fail. Uh, but Amazon is still going to collect money 
maybe. So it seems like why would they do that? Well, I mean, you just, I think you just answered that, right? Amazon is going to make money regardless of whether the the author (laughs) is profitable or not. But like I said, I I think that a lot of authors are doing it for other reasons, like in the hopes that it will, it will um, give them the exposure they need to get more organic sales or by showing their publisher that they, that the book is good enough that if a bit of advertising is spent on it, uh, it does better. And maybe the publisher would then say, okay, you know what? This book is worth us spending some dollars on too. That's, I think that's a really good perspective because I guess you could be like, okay, I know I'm not going to make any money on this, but it'll pay for itself. And actually, to be honest, in terms of advertising on Amazon, that's often, that's often the thing you want a campaign that breaks even because it might break even on that one book, but it will elevate all of the rest of your books. So if you're like in it for the the long thing, and I guess traditionally published authors, you might have their first book traditionally published, but the rest of them self-published and they were never able to advertise that first book. Now they can. And even though it might be like making a loss for them, it makes a profit on the back end for the books they've traditionally published. I mean, I know a couple of authors who face that conundrum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that's part of it too. Yeah. So let's move on to the next uh, next thing we wanted to discuss, which is an interesting one. You, you're becoming quite the TikTok sensation. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think I, I think I did two videos and neither of them did very well. But you know, I, I know why that is. Like people on TikTok, um, they want to see people, and uh, you know, the, the videos that I was doing for to sh- to highlight some some of the books. You know, I was just showing the covers and the reviews and stuff like that's not really the same thing. They would need the personality to come on. And, uh, you know, I'm not really that kind of guy that wants to go on TikTok and be like, Hey, bye, everybody, let's blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> I don't have that kind of energy and I'm not young enough. <laughs> TikTok yeah. skews much younger, but you know, that's, that's where the influencers are these days, the young ones at least. And that's part of what's driving the second issue. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, Amazon, Oh, sorry. Uh, TikTok we've seen can be a kingmaker. We spoke to Jen Milliken who like got 16.5 million uh, views on her TikTok and her book exploded. So there's a, a TikTok trend going around and they've had, there's a news story we'll link to down below about that, uh, which is popularizing a, the uh, policy that Kindle books have towards refunds, which are, I believe, you can pretty much refund the book and uh, yeah, you can just click at the end refund and you'll get... The, the money back for the book, even if you've read it. And I can understand in some ways why Amazon make a, a refund policy super, super easy. But it does mean that uh, if you read an entire book, you can then click the refund button, get a full refund for that book. And the author, you know, if they got paid out for that original sale, then gets the, the money taken out of their royalties. So they, yeah, they basically, you can read a book for free and screw the author if you abuse this and there are TikTok trends, I think you were saying that are like telling people about this and trying to promote this as something that, that you can do to get free books. So is that the correct take? Yeah. I mean, so there's a few things here. So first of all, Amazon's policy of returns has not changed recently um, other than maybe to become more restrictive uh, in the sense that you still, you can only do it within seven days for a book. Um, the issue. So, so it's been like that forever. Uh, the 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 ability to return ebooks, 
but um, the reason why it's become this huge issue now, and you're, I mean, you're probably seeing it everywhere. Like I'm, I'm seeing it on all sorts of author boards, uh, you know, K boards, and um, I've seen it on Reddit. I've seen people talking about it in private, um, uh, private author groups that I'm part of. Um, in Aaron Wright's right, wide for the win. Um, it's it's all uh, becoming a big issue because these people are um, telling everyone to go on, read the books, and then return them. And uh, it doesn't really matter if you've liked it or didn't like it, um, if you finished it or didn't finish it. Some people are seeing, you know, people go through an entire series you know, read book one, return it, read book two, return it, read book three, return it. I mean, if you didn't like book one, you, why are you reading book two? Why are you reading book three? Like, it's an abuse of a uh, policy that is um, open for abuse and always has been. It just relies on the morality of the readers to not do that. And I think that's sort of the issue now. And I think you know, there's a number of reasons why this is sort of, it sort of blew up. You know, it probably would have been better if everyone just ignored it. You know, these TikTok trends happen and then they disappear just as fast. Like, you know, somebody will do a video, it'll get some popularity and then it'll just go away if nobody pays any attention to it. In this case, attention got placed on it. And for good reason. I mean, there's authors that were being hurt by it. They were seeing much, much higher returns than normal. Um, But I think, you know, the uh, responding to the TikTok videos, I mean, that that's never going to be helpful because then they're all just going to attack you and they're not willing to listen to reason. Like that's not why they're telling you to do this. They're not, they're really not telling you to do this because they think that it's valid and that it, it's the right thing to do, despite some of the silly arguments that I've seen on on some of the videos about why it's okay, right? But there's also um, some of the extreme reactions from authors have sort of added fuel to the fire and sort of taken away the true argument by giving these people... Um, something more valid to jump on. What I mean is um, I think a lot of authors were using the term stealing, theft, piracy, and that was their sort of argument. It's like, Oh, they're, they're stealing these books from there. It's like walking in and stealing a book and this and that. Right. And that's not true from a, from a technical um, point. And, and because it's not the same, right? Like it's, you're still doing something that is within the rules. You might disagree with the rules, with Amazon's rules, but these people are still allowed to do it. Amazon allows them to do it. They're not breaking any laws, not actual laws, maybe moral laws, maybe, you know, it's not the right thing to do. But by saying that they're stealing and stuff, it has sort of changed the whole argument. And then, then you see all these TikTokers saying, we're not stealing, this is allowed, blah, 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 right? And so, you know, that's, it's just distracting from the real issue, which is it's wrong and it shouldn't be allowed, right? I mean, returns, you know, I'm not going to say that returns should be banned completely. There are valid reasons why you might want to return a book. 
you know, you might, especially on Amazon, like you could might, you might click by accident to, you know, one click buy, you might buy the wrong version, you buy the paperback instead of the ebook. So you quickly return it. You, you might read, you know, the first chapter or two and realize this book is completely not for you. And sure, those are valid reasons to return it. But, um, you know, reading an entire book and then returning it after you're done, that's not really uh, valid, especially when, you know, you probably, it's not because you hated the book, right? And um, it's affecting authors in the sense, like, if if enough people, and this has happened to some authors, where if enough books are returned, Amazon's algorithms determine that there's an issue with the book, especially because, I don't know exactly, because I don't, I haven't returned a book, but I, I imagine you have to select a reason, probably from a pre-selected bunch of reasons. And, you know, most likely some people are choosing, you know, issues with the book or whatever. And so Amazon algorithms think that there are problems with the book and they actually pull the book from sale. And then the author then loses out on actual sales during the period where that book is no longer available, even if they can get it back on within hours or days or weeks, it still affects them, right? So it's not, it's not a, it's not the right thing to do. Um, so, you know, I think, and there's, a, so there's a change.org, um, uh, um, a change.org, uh, survey, not survey, uh, petition out there that's got over 40,000 signatures telling Amazon to change their policy and, you know, whether Amazon looks at that, who knows. Right. But, you know, there's, there's ways that Amazon can deal with it and without actually just banning returns, right. They can put a threshold number, a certain number of books you can return in a certain amount of time. They could, um, they could track how much of the book you're reading. We know they can do this because they're doing it right with KU. They know how many pages you've read. If you've read over 20% of the book, then you can't return it. It's something like that. You know, they could, they could come up with solutions that would make the problem better or, you know, you fix it for make it better for both sides but um you know whether or not they're going to do that that's that's really the question right yeah and i mean i think you you nailed it there are solutions that exist to this i mean the i think at the end of the day authors do sometimes have to take a step back and and say like okay you know what if someone is reading all my books and returning them that does give uh, screw me out of the royalties maybe it damages me but isn't it kind of flattering that people are taking the time to pirate my book because I don't know I don't know about you but when I first started being quite successful with self-publishing I find my books on the piracy websites and originally I used to be like oh my god what am I going to do about this and after a while it was like this happens whatever you're never going to stop that but these people who are pirating the books were never going to buy my book in the first place so I'm not really making any more money when I launch my book, I put it in a five-day free promo and I give away thousands of copies and I don't complain then. So, like, yeah, it's frustrating. And these people who do this, they know what they're doing is wrong, but maybe it's not worth obsessing so much about a handful of things that go wrong and it's still worth focusing on trying to get the book in front of people who are actually going to spend their money on it. Because I think at the end... Oh, I was, the, I was just going to say, I think at the end of the day... Uh, if somebody reads a book all the way through and then returns it, they know they're doing something wrong. And you can't really change people who just know that what they're doing is wrong and do it anyway. Yeah. And I mean, you see in some of those TikTok videos where people are like, 
this is my stance and I'm not going to listen to anybody tell me different. I'm going to turn off comments. I'm going to block you if you disagree with me. Like, I mean, they don't want to hear anything other than what they believe. And that's just the way some people are wired. Right. Um, I think piracy is a separate issue. Right. I agree. And it's not necessarily a popular opinion among authors, but it's my opinion um, as well that I don't worry. And I never did worry much about piracy from the sense that, um, you know, from a couple of senses. One, the people that are pirating books, not not this issue where they're returning it, but where they're actually having to go to pirate sites, find your book, download it. Those are completely different people than people that are buying books on Amazon. You were not, those are not lost sales. It, for most people, those are not lost sales. Maybe for yeah. the massive authors out there, the Stephen Kings or the James Pattersons or, you know, where their name recognition, but for the self-publishers, you know, it's not like people are going out and looking for it. And and those people were, are doing that anyway. So if they don't find yours on there, they'll probably just download someone else's, you know, yeah. you might miss out on a couple of sales, but in general, I, my personal feeling is that the net gain of potentially um, finding an, a reader who wasn't going to buy it anyways, downloads it off a pirate, pirate site, likes your book and then becomes a fan. Maybe they start buying it because now they realize that you're, they're, you're an author they like and they want to support you. Whereas before they were just pirating, pirating to try different things out or they tell other people about your book who, you know, maybe that person is a pirate and will pirate all your books, but they'll tell everyone else, Hey, I, you know, I read this guy's book and it was really good. Maybe those people won't, they'll go. And, and because most people don't know even how to pirate, they don't know how to find the sites. A lot of the sites are filled with viruses, you know, like it's, it, it's it's not an easy. You got to download the book and load it and figure it all that. It's not something that most people are doing to get their book on their Kindle easily through like they do through Amazon. So it's a different issue, and I think that um, that's part of why it bothers authors so much. Because yeah, you can say that piracy; those people weren't going to buy your books, but this issue, it's it's not the case where they were, and now they're returning them right. Because now you can still pick any book you want. It's not just picking the book you can find easily on a pirate site. It's pick the book you want, any book, and then return it and get your money back and do it on Amazon so you don't have to worry about all the piracy issues and finding the book and viruses and how do you load it. You just do it as easily as you do a sale. So it's a different issue. And this one would bother me if it affected me. Um, And I think that it should bother authors. But you know, the real people that need to make the change are, are Amazon. And I don't know, you know, if they're the right people are paying attention to it, if are calling, calling them out on it, you need the bigger authors to sort of, you know, the big names out there to sort of that have the contacts within Amazon to, to affect change. Right. And um, in a lot of cases, you know, if it's not affecting Amazon's bottom line, I think the issue would have to get much bigger, right? Where Amazon's actually seeing a big, big um, uh, drain on their profits. And I don't think that it's big enough now. I think for certain authors, maybe it is, but I, you know, I think that as the anger and conversation dies down, I think this issue will slowly go away as well. Uh, Back to the way it was before where people just return books, you know, as much as they did in the past. So, yeah, I think you're you you're absolutely right, really. 
So, I mean, the, the one thing I will say, I think he raised that question of how big of an issue is this really? And I mean, I know authors are complaining about it and I know the TikTok things are going around, but I mean, I look at my figures, I haven't noticed, I don't, aren't necessarily selling the most books at the moment, but I haven't noticed like a, a real uptick. For the authors who have, how big is that? I mean, is it a huge thing? I still think that, you know, it's always going to be limited by the amount of people who kind of know what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. And I but, think, uh, yeah, it's, for some there it is, I've seen some numbers, you know, I, I have no way to know, you know, whether they're true, but I have no reason to not, to, to think they're not is I've seen some authors reporting that, you know, where they, whereas they get a handful of returns in the past, now they're getting hundreds of returns. But I think that those are limited and they're not as widespread. I think that the ones where that's affecting people are the ones that are being vocal about it. They might be um, more visible authors on TikTok. Maybe that, maybe that's one of the issues or, you know, there might be reasons why their books are being targeted more than others. But, um, you know, my hope is that even for those authors, as the conversation and the attention to this issue dies down, the problem will die down too. That's not to say that Amazon shouldn't still fix the issue it shouldn't be just anyone can return any book for any reason whether they read it or not uh there needs to be some limitations on it but um i think that you know when the attention on this problem dies down i think that the problem itself will die down i mean conspiracy theory time maybe amazon's like oh yeah you poor authors getting these book returns maybe you should join kindle unlimited we'll pay you by the page <laughs> yeah maybe but I, I think that you know amazon probably doesn't want the returns either right so yeah it's it, it it's i guess it's i i don't know there if you i don't know amazon might have deals with like credit card companies and different things right but like you know it's not good to always be refunding i know no. at least with paypal you know what i deal with like it's not and i don't necessarily i don't have to do hardly any refunds, but when it happens, you know, with PayPal, they hold back um, their, uh, their fees. So you don't really get hundred percent of your money back. I don't know how it works with credit cards and if they give you the fees back or not, but I, I think that there's probably like, you know, issues. Amazon's big enough. They probably wouldn't have a big issue with them either, but you know, I can't imagine that it's, it's something that they would ever really want to be. Happy. No, no. That's why, that's why I did preface it with conspiracy theory. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's move on to the, the third topic. Uh, this is kind of, they haven't written any news stories about this, but it's something that uh, occurred to me as kind of a, a, a thing that maybe is worthy of discussion. That is, I was jumping into my book series to start an advertising on an Amazon campaign. And the first place I like to start is the also bought section. And if you've been self-publishing for a while, you should be very familiar with this. It used to be the best advertising money couldn't buy. It is an, uh, a ribbon of content on uh, your book page for whatever book you've, you've published. And it has recommendations of other books, as in people who bought this book also bought these books. And just as you are basically promoting other people's books to the also bought on your book page, thousands of other authors or hundreds of other authors depending on how many books you've sold are also promoting your book on their all support section and it's an organic piece of information that amazon provides so it has real value it's a great place for authors to find keywords it's a great place for readers to find other books that are going to be uh, the kind of books that appeal to their tastes and one of the big issues with uh, with amazon is they have used to have this front and center 
at the, the top of the product page and now it's moved all the way down to the bottom or sometimes disappeared. And that's my frustration. It's like I went in to find this ribbon of content to actually grab some uh, some comp authors' names and things. And the ribbon of content had gone completely and been replaced with something called uh, Books You May Like. And I just thought it was kind of interesting. It's frustrating for us as authors to have uh, bits of content and, and opportunities to promote our books moved and changed and swapped around because it's difficult to to really work out how best to approach uh, advertising promotion and stuff that way. Yeah, I, I was looking at it too. I don't know if they've, so Books You May Like, I think has been around. Um, and I think that's based on your purchase history. I think maybe they've moved it now to where the Ocelbots used to be. Um, but I don't think that it was, I, I, and this, all this is really prefaced by, this is just my opinion and guesses because we don't really have any insight into this. But um, my feeling is it's not meant to be a replacement. Um, they're just shifting things around, right? If I look at um, my own books you may like, it's filled with you know YA fantasy that my son has been reading off of my account. And so that is... Um, this is all, you know, on pages and pages of the stuff that he would like, you know, dra- a lot of dragon stuff because he reads anything with dragons in it. So, and I don't, so I know that these are, <laughs> these are like, you know, books, he's the one doing that. So, but there's another section called explore similar books. And I, I think that's been there for a little while too, but I wonder if that's the replacement, if, um, you know, that's meant to be, the same thing as um, Ocelbots because how are they explore similar books means the same thing, I think, as Ocelbots, right? The Ocelbots are, if you bought, if somebody bought this, they also bought that. And, and I guess the idea is that people are buying books that are, um, that like just like I'm saying with with my books you may like being all you know YA dragon fantasy my son is buying one type of book so the Ocelots in general would be a person likes this he also bought this and also bought that which translates to similar books and whereas in the past you could um, your Ocelots might be filled with a few weirder things because maybe a few people enough people you know bought something that wasn't quite the same it seems like they've added a line of uh of tags of of um of uh filters so that you could um make those similar books even more similar right so on mine if i'm looking at a um at a at a fantasy or sorry at a romance novel in mind the explore similar books has a bunch of romance books but under explore similar books it's got in a series so that's the um that's what's selected now kindle unlimited eligible romance science fiction and fantasy paranormal and urban romantic so if i switch if i click one of those it changes that similar books filter so i, I wonder if this is more an evolution of Ocelot's in the sense that they've renamed it to something that maybe makes more sense to people, you know, also bots explore similar books, maybe sounds a little better than also bots, 
um, and given it a little bit more usefulness by allowing you to filter it on subgenres and such. Well, let me, I'm going to share my screen now. And I realize for people listening on the podcast, uh, you're not actually going to, to be able to see this, but I think we're, we're not going to spend very long on this and just uh, give uh, a, a certain amount of context. I think that'd be uh, interesting. So let's go. Can you see my, my screen now? Hello. Can you see my screen? I can't yeah, hear you. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Excellent. So let me go back to this. So this is my book uh, on Chrome, the first book in my series. It's just interesting to look through. You know, you've got an advert here. Scroll down. You've got other books in the series, which obviously works in my favor. Then you have products related to this item, which is a ribbon of uh, advertising. And you can see my book here because I do defensive advertising. Another ribbon of advertising. And then scroll all the way down to the bottom and you have books you may like. And it's interesting because normally when I had a books you may like, it was filled with uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid books because that's what my 10 year old likes to eat, uh, likes to, to read. Sorry. And now there are a lot. It's a, a weird bunch of books that I'm kind of like they don't necessarily strike me as books I would like. Oh, here we've got Dogman. And then books you may like in Kindle Unlimited. This is where the also bought section used to be. And it's kind of interesting because books you may like, is this targeted towards me or targeted towards other readers? And I'll show you by pulling so up. So you don't have, sorry, you don't have a um, explore similar books? Tab? No. Oh, okay. So, so that's different between ours then. So here we have Mozilla Firefox. Can you still see this? Yeah. And uh, it's kind of similar. They have the books in the series, products related to this item. So this is all advertising. Products related to the, uh, this item, that's all advertising. You scroll right down to the bottom. Now you have customers also search. And then customers who viewed this item also viewed. So this is an also bought kind of. And that makes sense because all of the other books are books in my series. So I know that this is a, an organic well, that's, algorithm. That's an also viewed. It doesn't necessarily mean also bought though, right? No, it doesn't. But what it means is like there is a, a, a an actual tangible link between that. Right. So we know it's not targeted towards me. It is actually like customers who viewed this book also viewed this book. And it makes sense because all of the books here are my other books. This one, customers also search. That makes kind of a sense uh, with the keywords they're looking for. But then, yeah, there's no strict or support. So it's just, I'll stop sharing my screen now. Um, but it's just interesting to me how uh, the experience that we have as customers of Amazon differs quite widely. And what are they, they doing? And are they doing A-B experiments here? How do we as authors leverage this? Yeah, so I'll show you what I'm seeing then since I thought that you had this as well. So I have this explore similar books. And this is what I was talking about where uh, I think that this is sort of the replacement or evolution of the Osobots because it is, um, I, I imagine that's where they're getting the fact they're similar from. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they're just picking books that are the same subgenre have the same keywords, uh, hard to say, but um, you're able to filter it uh, and they actually add in, I guess, multiple filters, right? So three of these are selected. Um, so you can see if I click romance in, in a series, then it's giving me all that 
Um, it's filtering it to different things. So it could be that this is Ocelbot's 2.0, um, or maybe it's just using some other algorithm because I also have the books you may like down here, which is where I was talking about how, you know, these are dragon, dragon, you know, all that stuff can, that my son is. Can I, can I ask which book you're on at the moment? Or which book? So this is on? a, um, this is a. Ah, yes. Morgan Bryce. Morgan. Yeah. So I've actually read that one. It's about uh, the goat shifters. <laughs> right. So, uh, but that's, that's the thing. If you see in the explore similar books, it, you know, there's shifter stuff. Um, this is a an MM romance, so there's MM stuff. And there are other know. Morgan Bryce books in this. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That looks like it's an also bought, even if it's not, or it's a, at least kind of a similar. People who bought this book kind of go along this thing. That seems quite organic. And yeah. the one underneath, you're right, seems to be more targeted towards your son. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess the reason why we were talking about this too is that, you know, it's, you were saying that, um, it's sort of frustrating for authors and especially when you want to advertise and when you want to market your book to have this constantly changing product page where you don't really know what the sources of the information are because, you know, with the Ocelbots, that was sort of a, um, a really rich source of information you could use to build your own keywords and build your own lists of books that, um, might be similar enough to you. And now when you look at this Explore Similar Books, if you if if it's true that it's also about Center, you could use it the same way. But if it's simply them pulling a list based on keywords, that's not necessarily as useful, right? Because that doesn't necessarily mean that the people are um, have a history of buying those books together, that they really do um, have this link and will be, interesting enough to the same people like also boss is like okay he bought this he also bought this that that means that if i use that as a um as a keyword it's got a good likelihood of helping me whereas if it's just a list of books that have similar um traits that amazon's algorithms pulled together it's not as useful for advertising to use as a source for your advertising keywords yeah absolutely i mean it's it's frustrating, but I think advertising on Amazon is becoming more and more sophisticated. I think they're moving towards where Facebook are, where a lot of the targeting stuff is going to be automated. So maybe they are, they're not even thinking about authors when it comes to this kind of thing. Maybe they're just thinking about themselves and they're like, well, we'll take you authors along for the ride. Yeah, I, I don't think they're thinking about authors. <laughs> I, I don't think any of what they do on this page is meant to help you know, authors out other than, you know, to sell more books and that helps an author peripherally, but it helps Amazon. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you just have to be adapt, overcome. I think the one thing you take away is, uh, and this has always served me well. And I think it's served a lot of successful authors well is Amazon's focus is to give the customer the best experience possible. And so you as an author should focus on giving your readers and potential customers the best experience possible. And so focusing on having a really, really tight blurb, a really, really good cover, your look inside super edited, uh, as many good reviews as you can get. That is always going to end up paying dividends, whether you're looking for organic visibility or uh, 
you know conversions through advertising just making your book the best experience for readers is really the the only goal that amazon is aligned with you on yeah no i agree with that for sure um Right. I think that wraps up our three questions and we're nearly at the, the top of the hour. So uh, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I just uh, like I said, I think, you know, this has been a, a useful thing, hopefully to authors. And it's something that we want to sort of do on a semi-regular basis as topics come up. So, um, you know, if, if anyone out there has anything they want us to cover, they're always free to, to email us. Otherwise, you know, we'll uh, we'll catch them next week. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, everybody who has uh, tuned in for this, whether you're listening through one of the podcast channels or if you're on our YouTube video, please make sure to subscribe to us. Click that like button, leave a comment down below. We'll have links down below to some of the things we've spoken about. And we look forward to joining you again next week. Thank you very much. And we'll be back very soon.